Blog Talk Radio. Alafia, Divino, Blessed, another edition of Revolutionary Voodoo, New Old Voodoo Secret Recipe. Come on in, come on in. The fight is coming Come on in and welcome to the United States. It's a new day. Come on in, it's a new day. Welcome, welcome. Come back home to Africa. Come back home 
Alafia and Divine All Blessed. Greetings and salutations. You are not sitting by with divine friends. Eshu Alekwana Kosi Mary Awu Unlo Usuni Ivo Ada Afamo Osi Obatala Mi Ita Ne Ivo Nilio Aban Eshu Eshu is the respected elder who flogs, confronts, and uncovers fools that in mysteries uses truth on you. He calls the scattered to feed poverty. Hobatala shakes rascals to have sacrificed. The owner of warning is the one who is Eshu, a boru, a bige, a boshishe, a she, may I ever reach a rune, may I ever be accepted, may I ever allow me desire to come to pass. So we say, Asheo. Divine all blessed creation, relevations, and manifestation, you are now sitting and standing live with the divine friend, Pan African spiritual practitioner, author, and advisor. Elagun Olobe Hindu Obeya Boku. Sharing with you in all things spiritual, mystical, and physical cosmic, evolutionary, revolutionary, healing, and holistic world spiritual perspective. Understanding that all is a blessing. If you can just see beyond the veil, for it is all just an illusion and a test. And a challenge, and one of the greatest divine mysteries of this life is indeed my constant prayer, my mantra, affirmation, reverberation, reiteration, and it is my living reality. It is crucial to the very foundation of my understanding, my being, my walk, my work along the divine, all blessed life path and journey. It is the divine. Make sense out of all that we're challenging here in our daily existence on Mother Father Earth. It is my personal place of power and endeavor. Understanding that I and I alone create and co create my divine destiny, and I and I alone create and co create my divine all blessed reality. And so it is. I say, Greetings, everyone. I'm so happy to see so many people. In the chat online, is my listening and call in number. Your mic, if you will. But you can also join us here live on screen on PO. Kiona and I invite you to follow the link that will be presented again on the screen at some point. Chair. 
it's not just for my health. And I advise you as well as you. If you if you're still not working, if you're still shut in, if you're still locked in, if you're still staying clean and staying at home, remember you gotta move around, you gotta exercise, you gotta stand, you gotta walk, and you might have to be creative based on what you have available and where you are, where you live. But it's not that expensive. I created my own elevated desk, you know, with a Walmart phone table and a milk crate and a two, a two a, what is it, a two-ply board and, and my computer is on top, <laughs> you know, my keyboard is on top and I can now stand and, and move around and, and be less uh, uh, sedimentary, um, not just in this season, but if I move forward in the ministry. I've told you all that things are happening with Ruby. The ancestors don't play. My ancestors don't play. And 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 be not your arms too short to box with my ancestors. Okay. <laughs> so indeed things are growing, developing twofold. Twofold. So not only am I in the middle of doing ancestral work and divination, doing initiations and consultations, um, we're expanding growing. So I'm, so I'm physically, literally having to move things right now. Um, so that's why you see a little bit of a difference. Things are a little bit more white uh, here than what you are used to seeing. Uh, again, I am standing. I am elevated. And from here on out, I'm either going to do the show standing uh, or, or on the move in, in the act of doing ceremony, in the act of doing ritual will be had. Ceremonies have again. In-house clients and in-house godchildren will indeed happen again. And we'll be ready for you. <laughs> we'll be ready for you. We'll be prepared. Next to the ceremony, um, whenever the ancestors allow that to happen, whenever Lisa allows that to happen, whether it be in the fall or in the spring. But the next major ceremony will be just that major. Um, I am still interviewing and talking to and building relationships with who will ultimately become a house of the divine high potions and who's essential. As professional experts, specialists, practitioners, healers, heal herds, if you will, um, ministers, but they will be professional. They will be vetted. They will be initiated. Um, I don't know if I said that before to make that clear. The practitioners will indeed be initiated. It'll be very hard for you to work in the house, work in the ministry, work in, within ceremony and not have the foundation from my godchildren. I'm pulling on my initiate first, pulling from those who are ancestors work in nation, and spirituality and religion, and other advanced studies courses and initiations with me in this present moment in time space. So I, I, I want to be clear about that. Um, and I accept all invitations, all invites. Uh, I've got a few by email. Please forgive me. I haven't had a moment <laughs> to really sit down. Um, while I'm trying to avoid sitting, I haven't had a moment really to sit down and, and sort of rest that while I move forward um, with the and expansion of the physical Temple. So I'm grateful for the move of the Most High. I'm grateful for the 
Polo Tare in in uh, Yoruba. I'm grateful for the move of Mawalisa in fine. <laughs> I'm grateful for the move of the Most High in our ancestors for those of us who are truly indeed committed to spirit. To spirit. And it's more than just being committed to spirit. Spirit includes the Most High, includes your ancestors, and includes the demonstration for which we represent spirit here and now in this present moment in time space. Listen, I don't have time, I don't have the patience to wait for you to sprout angel wings in heaven. We're trying to do some things, heal some things, fix some things, repair some things, move things forward, create an environment, a, a healthy soil, if you will, for voodoo and ATR traditional tradition to survive and be self-sufficient moving forward. You hear both myself and my sister Wapani talk often about being self-sufficient, being able to feed yourself, being able to gather water for yourself, being able to harvest. And this is not just a personal blueprint. This is a blueprint for living an lifestyle. This is a blueprint for living green this is a blueprint for living a healthy lifestyle. And so be more self-sufficient. Green, I'm not in the trade tour. Welcome, beloved. How Florida. Welcome, welcome. Greetings. Peace yeah, we must be more self-sufficient, reliant, and then action-oriented, resolved. So I'm not timid about block. I'm not fearful about Sickness. I'm not fearful about imbalance. I'm, however, very impatient for any spirit in demon that be preventing that from moving forward. And so, depending on where you are in the road, depending on where you are in the work, let's come together. Now is the time. Now is the time. Nylon, I watched your video. <laughs> now is the time. Now is absolutely the time. To not only the lyrics, to put those things into action, put those things into motion. And it's not just dependent on the wealthy. It's not just dependent on the well connected. It's not just dependent on the celebrities who are often grasping for our ideas, grasping from our words, grasping from our movements that we project out there into the social media stratosphere without understanding gravity, the seriousness of who what we are. Each and every one of you are walking ministry. Each and every one of you are walking business. Each and every one of you are walking institution that just needs to be fertilized, developed, and pushed forward. Yes, it can be complex. I've had to learn things, oh my God, I had to learn things about law and taxes and, and, and uh, jurisdictions and and rules and regulations and, and all those things that, that really govern how we operate in, in legitimized industry, spirituality, religion, holistic and wellness and healing, retail establishment. No, I'm not opening up no retail store. This extra space won't be used for that. There will indeed be a store here only for my God, only for my clients. Only for my issue, 
only for my family and friends and those within the confines of the divine friendship. I'm, I'm not about to go commercial. I know that's popular. I know that's trending. I know that's in fashion right now, but I'm, I'm not about to go commercial. This increase in space not to sell stuff. This increase in space to bring us together in sacred space, literally or figuratively. There'll be cameras. There'll be mics. There'll be internet that will still bring us together in this shared, created sacred space. This is the time to act. This is the time to move forward. This is the time to demonstrate what it is that you say you believe. To demonstrate what it is that you understand. And and Mm -hmm. get in where you fit in, as they say. Get in where you fit in. There are young people out there who are sometimes without guidance, without mentorship, sometimes. But they're out there. And it's easy to say they're out there on emotion. It's easy to say they're there on on that's a distraction to the movement that's a distraction to the revolution these children want change these young people want change adults want change and i applaud the people of other races of the color of the ethnicity that are standing out there in front of the dogs in front of the tear gas it's about time it's about time this will not change without you doing your part. This will not change without me doing my part. This will not change without each and every one of you under the sound of my voice doing your, join me by way of phone, area code 845-277-9143, 845-277-9143. When you're ready with your question, comment, or request, do press the number one on your telephone keypad, and I will be to unmute your mic to bring in. My invitation to come to the practice, my invitation to become Marvel, my invitation to become part of the brand that has a footprint that's clearly moving, developing, growing, it's not about commercialism. Commercialism might be a side effect. Prosperity might be a side effect. Facial recognition may be a side effect. But this is about ministry. This is about ministry. Spirituality and religion and the active, active movement of ATR, traditional African religious systems. Oh, oh, my dream is a much bigger building and a building where regardless of your ethnicity, we all have ancestors. Ancestors will be present. Airway will be present. Igbo will be present. Hausa will be present. Yoruba will be present. Akan will be present. Bon will be present, etc. In this shared space. But right now, we're doing it right here. Right here. You've seen me post my stat for geographic. We're being listened to in Ghana. We're being listened to in Syria. We're being listened to in Israel and Egypt and, and Saudi Arabia and, and Brazil. We're being used and listened to all over the world, all over the world. And people who are actively operating in traditional African-based religious systems 
nationalist-based religious systems are often looking at us as the leader, as the guide for the trend, for what's in fashion, for what should be moving forward. So much so that we now have the Nigerians mimicking that. We now have the Africans mimicking that and showing up in your DMs and in your instant messages, offering to, to feed your ancestors, offering to, to do things for you that you can't even pronounce or spell. As a direct result of this action, this activity, this space, we don't always talk about it. We don't always bring it forward. But we see, we watch, and I'm not alone. I'm not alone. There are many of us. This, this divine prince is a large group of people. It's a large community, globally, globally. And we all stand for the authentic representation of indigenous. We understand that things evolve. We get that things move forward. We, think, we get that things grow. But we, at the same time, don't have to be party to the continued appropriation bastardization of our practice, of our tradition. Please forgive me, the electric people are here trying to get the other side of the house together. Please leave me. Just give me a brief moment.
yes, I still get everything that can be delivered, delivered. <laughs> and right now with us expanding um, everything that's going on on that side of the house, I have to then respond to. So please forgive me. Uh, and as always, we never want to move too far ahead without acknowledging ancestors. We never want to stop establishing honor and respect and acknowledgement for the great ancestors who showed we now stand, a memory of revolutionary ancestors, the memory of proactive ancestors, to invoke the memory of civil oriented ancestors and those this work before and, and are not always given credit. I, I said in a show that it's a faculty. We, we, we cannot say that those who came before us did not do. Cannot say that those who came before us did not complete. But we can't say that those who came before us are doing that which they knew to do. That which was available for them to do in their time frame, within their historic place in history. And if it were for those and those Harriet Tubman and those Matt and, and those participants in the revolution and, and the blockchain, there will be no revolution today. Revolution is not a new idea. Activism is not a new state of consciousness. And indeed, it's a lifelong activity. It's a continuous was ongoing lifelong activity. It's been passed on to those who follow. That it's been passed on to the next generation. So please invoke those revolutionary leaders, those who got out and took care of business, those who could not remember those who laid the foundation that we in this African oriented spiritual space could be who we are today. Today. That's why American audience, please, please don't overestimate um, the power of your liberty. Don't don't overestimate what's available to us, uh, particularly as it relates to religion. We have listed in different parts of the world where you have to adhere to the government religion. We have listeners on my voice right now who have to follow the dominant religion in their part of the world in their community, it could still cost you death. Remember the Chibok girls? It could still cost you death. Bastardization, rape, appropriation, murder. So never um, underestimate the value of the liberty we have in the West. I don't care what your opinions and your feelings are about the politics of America, government of America, and the president of America, but know that we have a unique opportunity in this place to grow and further develop African-based religious systems in a way that is, is not even happening in the continent right now. When I look at my cousin in Ghana, my cousin in, in Nigeria, when I talk to my family each and every day, I'm hearing God. I'm hearing Allah. I'm hearing Jehovah. I'm not hearing the invocation of I'm not hearing the indication of that that came before. And, and when we look at specific cases in, in West Africa, we now see a tourist commercial economy forming around EFI and other indigenous practices. 
And so now you have tourists to come over and be a experience. But we're not supporting that at the root, at the foundation. And so this is new ground. The internet is new territory where we all can come together and further the causes that we say we support, that we say we, we love, that we say we truly in and believe in. But we have an opportunity to be very beneficial to our African and, and indigenous brothers and sisters all over the world. Just as much as we've uh, benefited from the appropriation of and the bastardization of their traditions, of, of their practices, of their way of viewing God and, and then God. Greet everyone. Listen, I'm not going to be with you long. As I said, I'm in the middle of a move, uh, literally, <laughs> right in the middle of a move. And I do have appointments today. So bring your questions or comments or requests. I invite you to come on screen with me. Uh, let me banner. Uh, yeah, here we go. I believe, yes, here we go. It's uh, streaming on the bottle, that link. Uh, let's copy and paste it and pop it in again, if you will. And I will be more than happy to bring you into the show. In coming days, in coming shows, we're going to be much more in much more interesting, and particularly um, what I would call consider a quiet audience. If I'm not getting active chat, um, I consider it a quiet audience. You all are enjoying the moment, and, and I appreciate that, but I'm also here to motivate action. I'm also here to motivate activity. I'm also here to act and motivate us actually doing real things, real tangible, reliable, consistent, practical things within the scope of ATR, within the scope of conjure work and who do and who do that are empowered, that are empowering, are reliable, that last beyond just some moment of temporary excitement and emotion. Cannot be another moment of temporary in any emotion. This has worldwide activity, worldwide activity, and, and I'm grateful to be in one of the more peaceful cities. Um, we're active, we're protesting, we're, we're getting it in, we're doing the work, but we're one of the most peaceful cities, and, I, and I'm grateful for that. Um, but I'm also not in any way going to deny or disparage those who are active in the process, until we give them scaffolding to work, until we give them some clear goals to establish and to move forward, you can't judge. You can't sit in your armchair and judge chair revolutionary. You can't sit in your uh, uh, in your chair and judge white race. You can't sit in your armchair and judge evangelical Christian, Republican, conservative. You can't sit behind the, the supposed comfort of your arms anymore while these gravity of, of, of action is happening on our planet. Oh my goodness, Sagittarius. <laughs> Y'all are talking about Sagittarius. Oh, we got a calamity going on, a, a, a health calamity going on. And, and then we have a food shortage, toilet paper shortage. And, and then we have police shootings and, 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 and 
Taylor being murdered in the street, you know, and, and so now we have this, this active revolution that's all around us. People are waiting for an, a revolution that's already in motion. You all are waiting on a leader and a platform that's already established. There will be no more Malcolm X. There'll be no more Dr. King. There'll be no more Marcus Garvey. There'll be no more. There'll be no more. There'll be no more. It's now time to hear from black women. It's now time to hear from those on the fringes of our community. We can't keep saying without addressing that within the confines of our own community. Without addressing within the confines of our own The domestic violence rate right now is ridiculous. Ridiculous. The amount of requests and calls and concerns and prayers that I'm dealing with right now as it relates to domestic violence is just off the charts. I'm grateful for the work and foundation that my mother and my sister have laid and established in addressing women's issues and, and domestic violence. But I'm also grateful for the opportunity that I continue to have to be active in those arenas, to move things forward in those arenas. Now the time. We hear about unemployment rate number from, I guess, from May. You know, and people are, are hopeful. But understand, we still have a, a, a window. Lou Oyer says he still can push this thing back. And we still can see a resurgence of this coronavirus in our community. We must talk about ethnicity. Men are dying in, in high numbers. Black people are dying in the highest numbers. People of color are dying in the highest numbers. We must. And while all this action and activity and motivating political actions that draw people out into the streets, that cause people to run out and be active in the streets, we have to be careful. We have to be practical. We have to be still. And so for my elders, I'm begging you to be still. If you're 50 and I'm begging you to be still, go and get it. Let the youngsters go and get it. Let the 20s and the 30-somethings that healthy and hygienically sound, let them go get it. Because it's dirty and healthy, but they're not hygienically sound. What's the point? What's the point? But let them go get it. Let them be active in the street. We still must wait some time to figure out what's happening here. Arisha is asking, can I speak about the law of causation, karma, as it relates to the worker? Oh, that's a really good question. Oh, my goodness. I can do I'm also going to talk about baby magic for hoodoo occultism. Hoodoo occultism, if you will, let me answer Arisha first, and then I'm going to come back to baby magic. Because I can do a whole show on, on the law of causation and karma. It's deeper than what you do comes back to you. Because if it was that simple, you know, and, and you're good to your family, you're good to your coworkers in the office that you share. Maybe you're good to the cashier at, at your local grocery store. But then you might be overlooking other people in your life, other people in your community, other people in your environment. I often describe law of causation. Uh, would not describe it, but compare it to. And so you might, 
until I smoke, it's my problem. It doesn't affect the next person. It's a personal thing. But, but we now have science that backs up secondhand smokers, if not more so than the person who smokes. But then there's that cigarette butt. So we don't think about that part. That cigarette butt doesn't break down. Does not break down weather like other items. It has a great degree of plastic and other uh, artificial materials that prevent it from breaking down. So those thick butts will be in your water forever, will be in our ground forever, in our earth forever, until they come up with some some way of sending it out of space, I guess. You know, so causation, karma, it's deeper than just, you know, I'm in my business and I'm good. How are you doing inwardly? How much is karma and the law of causation active in your personal inner world? And how closely do we often pay attention to that? I started doing that originally when I was in my twenties, And I saw patterns from keeping journals, from writing stuff down and keeping journals. I began to know better. Um, so much so that around um, the law of causation and karma and, and, and how that works. We all have to give. First, you have to give, you, you have to give it away to keep it. We hear that in 12-step in rooms. You have to give it away to keep it, but you also have to give it in order to feed it. So it's more than just doing good, doing right, but checking your, checking your motivation behind what you do. Um, Ken Marie, a real uh, uh, foundation. Thank, I've been here before. Uh, thank God I'm not coming back anymore. So I was, what, 14, 15, I think, when that song came out. Um, and so it shifted my attitude, not only karma, but reincarnation and the connection with that karma. Because, again, it's not just I do good did right by my spouse, I did right by my children, I did right by my parents and those within my immediate circle. We're disconnected from our past, our past lives, our past actions. Some of you are disconnected from your past, even in the present reality. You don't know who you offended as a child. You don't remember who you might have offended as a teenager, particularly if you're 50, 60, 70, some of you Cross some people, co-workers, you know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, and you don't win one. And, and it's gone from your memory. Out of sight, out of mind. But then children, your grandchildren, run into problems with the police, run into problems with each other, killing, murdering, you know, within the community, and we say, oh my God, where did they get that? So I didn't, I didn't do that, I didn't create that, I didn't teach them how to do that. My child didn't, but but then we, but but they mimic that from somewhere, and so that comes from TV. It comes from our parents. It comes from our peers. You know, as we grow up and 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 go through school systems and go through organized education. Uh, there's sort of this hidden uh, molding that takes place, and, and you mold into the environment. So if you work a job where you can't bring your religion to work, you might have to do it the way you want to. You might have to wear a uniform. 
be conservative, you know, in, in your separate things that are outside of your normal trajectory of, of daily activity. And your spouse might, or your, not your spouse, your employer might, your uh, supervisor might, your manager might require you ask you to do something that you might not ever do in, in your normal life, in your personal life. And, and I don't mean break a rule across the line, you know, but you work in a business, you know, that might not necessarily line up with your values. Might not necessarily lie with who you are each and every day. And so we learn to wear these karma attached to that, the things that we say, the things that we don't say. Inner conversations that we have with ourselves and with spirit, you know, this and energy also affect our, our karma and the idea of causation. Because when I get into what we say, the creation and a recreation of, bi- of biology, even that inner language that might be negative affects causation, uh, affects what back to you from the universe. The ultimate result might be, you know, in, in any particular request, the loa, you know, or the ancestors to move. And we say, well, why is my prayer getting through? Is it who I am? Is it what I did? So what I'm doing, why is it my prayer getting through? Why did it look like bad people seem to have what they want? Seem to. Because, again, there's that illusion. We don't often know, excuse me, we don't know what's going on behind that. We don't often know what a person sacrificed for that. We don't often know what a person had to give up for that. We don't know how many children die in any particular family. Know, to increase wealth, to increase popularity. It's a bit of a salacious type, uh, topic. That's an uncomfortable topic to even look at. But look at the Kennedys. Look at the Kennedys. Once we called them the royal family of America. But what's with all the death and murder within that family? And, and, and we can't say it's just because they're celebrities. We can't say it's just because they're in the like Michael Jackson or Beyonce, so we would trace everything. The media would track everything they they would actually. So it might look like you know there, there's a more of a occurrence of activity uh, in celebrity households and maybe your average American household, but that doesn't explain death and murder and tragic consequences. You know, lumping together like that in a family in a particular bloodline. Sometimes there is karma and causation that was created and built long before we got here. In the magical book says, um, can right now, but I think it said something about the sins of the parents falling down to the child, trickling down to the child. So there's a, even in that, you Bible readers, even in that, there is a, a allusion to what I'm suggesting, that even the sins of the parent, even the bad karma of the parent, grandparents, the great-grandparents, travels down generations. So it's real interesting when we hear people say, I wasn't alive then, and my parents didn't know slaves, and, and my grandmama wasn't a slave master. Perhaps. But I like 
the way Ellen DeGeneres said yesterday on her show. That, and it wasn't her word. It was a gentleman who behind her, outside in the yard, outside the glass, who said that we are white and entitled. We are white and entitled. And she did say we have benefited from being white and being entitled. They both said that. So there is a generational passing on, if you will, of bad energy, negative energy, unhealed energy, unsolved, unresolved energy that doesn't dissipate, that doesn't go away. It don't vaporize because you know, time has gone on. You don't die with the person who died because we hear that. Oh, well, they're going to go to the grave. Perhaps technology, <laughs> spiritual technology and um, other forms of technology, that might not always be the case. But nothing is ever uh, absolute and unto itself. So that energy then passed on. Uh, we think about people who don't have children. When you say, well, I don't have kids, you know, or, or I have only, you know, uh, my grandmother had one, one living child, and that's my mother. She had a, a boy who did not who did not uh, who did not make it. Um, so we, we might say, well, what happens then with that energy? And, and then we have too much of a, a equation of math that's involved in how karma works for us as humans. Part divine, but right now we're limited by our human capacity to really envision that in its totality. I might even look at other currencies, and I have as an extension of karma. Calamity as an extension of karma. You will never convince me Hurricane Katrina and, and the death of Nicky Montana, Yellow Pocahontas, are not connected. You'll never be able to, to convince me of that. I, I know I'm aware of the city council. I know what was said. I know what went down. I know how those Indians chanted. When he died in the middle of that meeting, I know that the meeting was about removing uh, 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 Super Sunday or limiting it, removing Joe Knight or putting some kind of uh, uh, boundary on it, removing Boo as part of, of New Orleans culture, as an extension of, of St. Louis Cemetery. You know, so we need to create foundations, to create organizations, to create groups. To create educational systems, to create healthcare systems, we can't keep making more. We can't keep pleading. We can't keep demanding for. And I do with the privilege, you know, can we keep? Is that the same thing as we have before? Because something, you know, religious violence. And so many of us sit and, and suffer in silence. Many of us have dealt with murder and and sickness, disease, Many of us have dealt with unemployment, economic catastrophes, and silence. Now, we're in the energy uh, on our So, doing it or for yourself, but for right motivation, just like eating. You know, you might say, well, I don't need that extra donut. Elevate my sugar. You know, that, that kind of discipline. But it takes consciousness. It takes 
consciousness, to be aware that we're not in footprints of karma. Do show up in in Do show up. Greetings, your 2700 of the race will not be televised. Um, we've got to take action. And we cannot continue to do over and over again what we've done before that has not been effective outcome that, that we seek. We must continue to do things differently. We must all marching. We must all protesting. We must evolve our minds so that we are operating the system and behind the system. And for those of you who don't want to be part of the system, then create one. Create one that we can all participate in. Create one we can all enjoy. Greetings, Black, black Cotton. Greetings, yes, Elders. Neophyte Bokor, welcome. Welcome. I'm grateful for all my God in the room, all my kids that are in the room, all my students that are in the room, Tasha here, and all the elders, keepers that are in the room. I'm, I'm grateful for you, and I'm honored by your continued support, continued love, you know, continued up here at high noon, Central Standard Time, in the middle of your day. Whatever time it is in, in your city now, I'm grateful. I truly am. And we would not be able to grow and develop in the way that we are without a strong community, without without support. No one person can can do this. Person can represent Fa. No one person can represent Voodoo. No one person can represent Orisha. No one represent, one person can represent uh, Loa. No one person can represent ancestors. We indeed all have ancestors. But we must allow our leaders to grow, and particularly the leaders in our best interest. We're seeing a trend of our people from outside. And, you know, transplants is a big deal in New Orleans. It's a part of the culture of New Orleans to feel some kind of way of transplant. Um, and so I consider myself a successful transplant. Uh, but, indeed, there are some who are transplanted, and they're stationary in California, Arizona, Florida, New York, New York, Boston, and they are organizing ATR, Black culture, Black tradition, primarily for commercialism, primarily for themselves, and often not reaching out to the grassroots people. They don't honor and respect the people who are on the ground doing the work. And so these people look big, flashy, shiny picture, professional, well-done photography. You know, they got all the professional equipment, you know, in, in which to, to, to hold their Zoom and their education conferences and, and whatnot. And these are still the same people, the same upwardly middle-ass, educated, degreed, master's degree and doctorate degreed individuals that have always operated in our community. of self. We can go back to the 50s, we can go back to the 40s, we can go back to the rights movement, we can look at the Urban League, we can look at the NAACP, powered, moneyed, degreed, well-connected, well-educated, you know, middle class and, and, and upwardly mobile people of color, 
And what have they done for us the last 50 years? a lot of stress on my body, on my life, right 
now for something that will outlast you, for something that will outlast all of us. I don't see 18 right now. you listening to me. I'm planning for when you are 50. I'm planning now for when you are 70. Christopher Martin, I'm planning now for when you are ready to be and to into this and to, and to embrace this. I don't lose sleep about it, but I often think what happens, heaven forbid, my way into a room. I do transition uh, to the ancestors. What's going to happen with, with the Really? What's going to happen with the TR? Will it then be hands of the Britannica solely? Not on my watch. I appreciate Botanica. Botanicas have a role. The Botanicas have a job. But the houses have the responsibility for the houses have the resp- responsibility of passing on the tradition. The houses have the responsibility for creating practitioners, readers, healers, heal her that can go out into the community. See that happening in Brazil. See that happening in Cuba. We see that thing in Nigeria. Is it happening in the U.S.? Is it happening where you are? Absolutely. Now, what's tricky about your question is, is there a time? Time, which suggests that you're looking for, anticipating it showing up in terms of time somewhere. And so in some cases, you know, you have some of those who are successful, who haven't helped others. Um, what's the guy's name who locked himself in a hotel room or Howard Hughes? Help me out, y'all. Wealthy man, locked him away, um, lived a long life, kept all his, you know, possessions and earthly material value to himself. How healthy of a life was that for him? And then for any relative scenario uh, like So there's only a price to bougie. It's not always in our timing, though. Um, the, the Quran explains God's timing. The Bible tries to explain God's timing. Um, even now, science trying to find the God code, if you will, and explain uh, God's timing or divine timing. Um, those magical books, Bible, the Quran, say, you know, a day for us might be a thousand for God. An hour for us might be a second or, or a millisecond, you know, for God. So divine timing is really hard to nail down. Sometimes. Uh, when it begins to show up in the lower core, the physical realm, earth, water, fire, air, mind, ether, gas, we then see some, you know, cancer, tumor, uh, sudden aneurysm, uh, reaching 60 and finding you had a birth defect. You know, so it's, it's really hard to gauge um, in, in that perspective. Um, some of these people live to be 
are really old. Um, and, and I do believe that there is some witchcraft out there um, that can curse a person to live beyond their years. Um, and it removes track of when they were born and how long they've been alive. Um, there are many myths out there in the Blue songs written about that. People who might be a thousand years old um, just look at who just look sexy or, or look for that matter. Um, so there's the aspect of that that living beyond comfortable for your human. And then there's that where it cuts short, where life cuts short. But that's just physical. Because then that spirit goes on to do in the spirit realm. So if, if we're talking about justice, if we're talking about binge, if we're talking about payback, um, that can show up on, on many levels that our humanness in a moment, in the moment. Um, I've done some work, seen some work, um, some really complex work that allows you to live to see the result of the work. So you can the, the, what divine spirit might, you know, revenge on a person, place, thing, might live to see that, to witness, to have knowledge of it. Sometimes the, the uh, uh, retributive response to the spirit realm is not visible to you. Um, people suffering, you have no, people have health conditions, you have no knowledge they have. They might be suffering at home with their family, people close to them. So anytime you interject um, karma and, and having success and not sharing, not feeding success, there's absolutely payback. Um, I started saying earlier in the conversation, I may digress, that back in my 20s even, um, I learned that if I didn't give away a certain amount of money, I lose a certain amount of money. And it was predictable. It was extremely predictable. Um, and many of you are experiencing that. You rather pay Paul. Every time you think you didn't got caught up, every time you think you didn't got in position, Something, your car breaks down. Somebody needs dental work that's hella expensive. You know, something else occurs. And so we have to consider that too. When we think about what you're about, balance. Balance. Balance character, balance action, balance activity. Um, it also explains to some degree why I'm never too high emotionally. You can never be too hopeful, but you can also never be too willing to analyze and, and, and prepare for what might otherwise happen, what might be a negative response. We're in a whole pattern right now in, in hurricane season uh, for this approaching uh, crystal storm. Um, so it could be the worst ever, <laughs> or it could be just a, a bad water event, you know, and if you're following the map, there's always this cone of activity. Does it go further to, to the east, to Alabama? Does it go further to the west, you know, to Texas? Does it hit New Orleans straight on? Then how much wind, how much rain, you know, how much other actions um, are part of the ultimate result of, of that thing? My regular listeners know I love to use as a spiritual um, symbolic uh, emblematic um, sign.
change. So I want to say there's always a price. There's always a price, uh, Chef Boosie. Uh, but your ability to see it, map it, document it, that, that might be a little bit, uh, a little bit more uh, of a tricky thing. Uh, who do autism? One of my most faithful asked me to explain Bebe Magic. Bebe Magic is about the implementation of, of spirit into symbols, whether they be written, painted, sewn, sewn into place. This is my introduction. I get rid of your questions so they can see. I hate the top, but it's still. Okay, in my, my now my name is in front of it. How about that? This is more with a patient style. Power to be activated in ritual, in ceremonial work. It's not a whole lot different than a cross. It's not a whole lot different than the credit movement that utilized in uh, Islam to represent religion or very different from that charge is given to it. How we give to it? Um, a, a word for that would be um, that's with an A. Um, oh wow, it'll come to me. It starts with A. Um, first, that it would be how we give power to a sign, a symbol, a circle, a cross, a square, and over time it's a life of its own based on cultural belief, cultural representation, experience. So depending on where you are in the world, depending on your experience in the world, the cross means something to you. The square means something to you. The circle has a has a has a meaning. Now there are universal meanings that we see. For instance, circle, we say feminine. We say it's it, it, it's wholeness. Represents wholeness. It represents the totality of a particular thing, a particular subject, a, a particular uh, uh, title, and then we imprint other meanings on it or behind it. Bebe, in a way, that much different physical and archetype. They're just physical forms for archetypes. Uh, geographical, not graphical, a geometric form for our um, And then we attribute color, meaning, sign, symbolism, based on what's being said, based on what's being uh, projected. Uh, become the sea. Thank you. Greetings, everyone. Thank you so much for your support. It's been people here today. Howard Hughes. Yeah, that was Howard who locked himself away uh, with all of his work, all of his, 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 his,
can say that he still experienced some things that were visible to us. That was documentable. Ended up in the that ended up in some of the uh, documentaries about about who he was. Um, I got a family member whose dream is to you know move away to some deserted island, you know, and just live there forever. Um, I just don't believe humanity was created for that. We were not created to be isolated. We were not created to be uh, so individual that we lose our sense of, of the circle in our connection to wholeness, our connection to the planet, our connection to nature, our connection to human family, uh, our connection to the ancestral family. Um, so today is a unique opportunity today to move your greatest ideas forward, your greatest so any other time it is, it's empowered. It's an opportunity for us to be great generational curses. It's a great system that, that has been up until this point. And many things that will be more after this particular point. We see them bringing back the drive. We also see advancing ideas with technology. New ways to come together, new ways to teach, new ways to share. Things are a part of what we do at House of Science. I don't often talk about it. Sometimes I get here and all hear me talk about it, voodoo and ancestors. But we can do that without talking about self-empowerment, acquiring property, acquiring land, being self-sufficient as individuals, but also as, as a community. I'm so grateful. Thank you, um, Crimson. Thank you so much for being here. Greetings, greetings. I'm going to uh, get your question up on the screen. Um, who's the cultism? Ogun and Ogun La Flambeau. First of all, um, Ogun is one of the deities that made the Middle Passage, that made the transatlantic slaves. Um, disaster, uh, collapses, genocide, uh, if you will. Not just from Yoruba, but from other ethnic so broad Ogu. So Ogu is one of, it shows up in the seven African powers, if you will. Um, Ogu is iron. Ogu is the machete. Ogu is the cauldron of fire. Uh, fire is just not an element. Um, Lafayette flame or fire. Uh, and so anytime we do fire with a particular deity, it, it activates some kind of response, some kind of reaction. Some deities you can't have fire around at all. Some deities you can't have smoke around, or they will create fire. Same power um, of the same force, but they are not the same deity. Um, many of these uh, Many personalities have many characteristics. Sometimes we call them avatars. Sometimes we call them roles. Particular uh, deity, if you will. They're unique in how they're fed, how they're called. Indeed, one of the, if you aren't aware of what they're doing and how to operate this of that, of that person. Greetings, greetings, greetings. 
reading from check the phone line. No one called in today. And Kiona is busy, so normally she would be holding down my phone line. And I am busy, too. I'm in the middle of a move, um, literally in the middle of a move. I'm expanding every aspect of, of the, uh, the house, every aspect of the tradition. But I do have a few appointments today. If you're interested in seeing me literally or figuratively, virtually or in real world time, um, I do require email requests at Divine Prince at House of the Divine Prince dot com. Divine Prince at House of the Divine Prince dot com. You can also visit my website at www.houseofthedivineprince.com. Truly and indeed a blessing. I'm just overwhelmed right now with joy, with hope, with anticipation about the future. Um, in a time when so many are filled with such anxiety about how they're going to keep the lights on, how they're going to pay their rent, how they're going to continue to, to keep things moving forward for their, for their children. So I'm grateful that now, um, in such a powerful and mighty way, and I invite you to grow, to be a part of the be a part of the house of the divine prince, who do central moving forward and, and let's all grow together. Let's all share together. DD Hain, uh, don't say still of it. <laughs> still don't say still. We we already got enough of that. Uh appropriation and, and still and don't use that word. We're sharing wisdom. We're sharing information. Duplicate our mistakes in hopes that others don't uh have to struggle needlessly. Uh, in, in the hopes that we learn, in the hopes we, we all learn and learn from each other. I, I like to say, I don't have to smoke crack to know crack kills. All you got to do is look at the crack kid, look at the meth kid. You know that it kills. So I'm ever amazed at the next generation of addicts, at the next generation of users, uh, and, and particularly those who are of a mature age. And you see the result of bad behavior. You see the result of, of negative. We live in a unique time, Dee. We live in a unique time, Orisha, where we have leaders who are not demonstrating the best behavior. Where people who do look successful, Chef Bougie, um, who do look like they're not getting, I see you, Keon, the beloved, who do look like they are getting uh, payback for, for their negative uh, we often look at the rich, the wealthy, the successful, and, and, and question. But we can question the same thing about those around us who aren't growing, who aren't advancing. We, we can pose same questions about karma. Greetings, say or not. Yes, I was here on the phone lines. It kept disconnecting, and then um, there's an outage with the Internet here. And so I've been trying to get that fixed. But I'm here. I'm, I'm not going to leave y'all hanging. Love y'all. Well, we certainly appreciate you. Is there anything that you can say today, or should I go ahead and answer who you would call this comment? 
Um, you can add his comment, but I just want to um, just remind people to please don't forget about this virus. Um, what is happening to us is bad, but don't forget about this virus. Um, yesterday, for some strange reason, I felt like um, I breathed in something, and I've been inside, um, but the person around me had been sneezing a lot. And um, I've been bleaching down. I was cleaning, the, you know, the walls with bleach, but this particular room I didn't. And I went in, and I started sneezing, and just, you know, my um, nasal drip was just horrible. And I had to take some medicine and just, you know, overload on vitamins. And I had, you know, just had to remind myself that this virus is still lurking. So stay stay vigilant, stay, stay proactive, but also stay covered up. I agree. I agree. And, you know, you absolutely have prayers. You're on the altar. You, you already on the altar. Um, this person that sneezed and they are about. I couldn't hear you. The phone line's a little choppy. Uh, have they been out and about? Yes. Do they work? Do they do they hit the switch? Yes, they're they're a security guard and they and they work um at a distribution center where truck drivers are coming in and out from across the country. But typically they shouldn't have to make physical contact, right? Um, they have to check them in at the gate. So, you know, just talking and yeah. and you know, maybe someone may spit when they speak, you know. I mean, this virus is still alive. It didn't go anywhere. No. And certainly not for two weeks. Nope. I mean, pick any day you want to count from. You know, I've been counting from March 1st. But pick any day you want to count from. Individually, we've been so in So there's no way that um, poof be gone. And they can't out there. It's only at least a year before they can get an The idea of stay at home has gotten the curse. Keep it from growing, to being aware to everyone that this virus was out there. Change a hygiene habit, you know, washing your hands, utilizing um, the antibacterial sanitizer, you know, so that we would not continue to spread. But now people are going out. I was at the memorial yesterday, virtually. I was at the memorial yesterday. I saw one that had the mask. And she had it right here. What's that gonna do? What's that gonna do? <laughs> and, and people behind you or next to you, you cough in the room, you you breathing it in. But she covered her mouth. I, I just didn't get it. I saw Jesse Jackson kept tugging at his back, kept tugging on it. And you all have got to get proper. I, I don't accept. You can use a handkerchief. You can use, a, you know, I don't accept that. Unless you're going to layer it up and put some coffee filters or some carbon filters in there. I don't know. Let me show you something. Okay. If I go out at all, I'm prepared for warfare. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm prepared for warfare. Okay? I, you know, I got my little Chinese hat. Of course, this is, you know, it's also protect you from youth light. 
Now they got these masks here, polyurethane. Now what's that going to do? What's that going to do? You see how easy that is to shut down my nose? going to do, right? So you got to have something on behind this piece of stuff. But there's a carbon here and a little vent. And I'll put that on. Okay, but even with this, it don't like my ear. So it'll move around. I have to keep pulling my ears up. So when I wear it, I put this on top of it. This too have a filter. Okay. <laughs> this is how I went to the post office this morning. And it has Velcro in the back. And the idea I know y'all can't hear me. This don't this stays in place. It don't move. It don't slip up. Don't slip down. And I will wear at least two together. If I was going to wear the polyurethane, I'll put another mask over it. This might be a good mask to wear. And then put your scarf apparatus over that. But I live in hurricane country. It's hurricane season. Got every kind of mask you can desire. I got them. These are the filters. These are the carbon filters. Two five point five. During a hurricane, and I'm in a car or a helicopter or a bus. And I'm forced to be around other people. I have on and the fancier man will be on top of it. You, you all can't play with this. You can't play with this. These were given away to the city of New Orleans. These are washable. What I like about this is it has one kind of fabric on the inside that's comfortable. It has another kind of fabric on the outside supposed to capture and, and track, you know, then I would still put another mask on top of it. What's the between two axes too busy coming down? This and also the idea of the mask is to keep you from touching your face. So if you're, you know, conscious of your hands and you're wearing Mask, keep your germs from getting out or other people's germs from getting in, but to keep you from touching your face and, 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 and contaminating your, your face with, with things that your hand might very well be exposed to. Yes, that's I see y'all posting all kind of witch rituals about prophecy. And money and bay leaves. I love the idea that I live in the city of New Orleans 
where I can go and pull bay leaves off a tree <laughs> and put them back, real bay leaves. Bay leaves are great, not just for prosperity and money enrichment, but also for baths, cleansing baths. Yeah, that's that Virgo stuff who's called this, and that's that Labor Day, September 5th, 1966. I was also born at 11.33 at night. 11.33 at night. 1966, 11.33 at night. See all those double Now, autism, come on now. Arisha asked about strong drinks, alcohol on the altar. Okay, double for that. I'm going to come back to Ogun and Ochoci and the police. But, but let me address um, alcohol, spirit. Some of us in the room, a little bit older than others, remember, we remember a time when it was, and alcohol is used to contain spirit. It can make you happy, it can make you laugh, it can make you angry, drunk, it can make you do things that you can't remember. The idea of locking something up in the fermentation process also can we trap spirit in a cozy or trap spirit in a bottle. Your liquors have been sealed, have been refined, have been purified, have been filtered. And so a lot of what goes in it, you ain't really seeing. Gin. Do you know what goes in gin? Oh, my goodness. Ever been to Milwaukee? Ever smelt beer being processed, being made. Oh my God, it smells wicked. It smells wicked. So, spirits, libations, there's a belief that when we spray a libation, the animals are able to capture that more. When we turn that into to a, a vapor, it's able to capture that more. You also see a pouring liquor, pouring the libation, pouring coffee, pouring water on the ground. As a, as a symbolic response to the spirit, as a way of acknowledging rebirth, regeneration, life through libation. But there's also that chemical process of producing alcohol and what alcohol is and how alcohol responds to candy, uh, which continues the presence of alcohol, and particularly in Buddhism. A Haitian voodoo is a lot of called Haitian voodoo. I've been to some Haitian ceremonies that went on all night. I've been to a Haitian ceremony that went on all weekend. Uh, and, of course, there was a, a buffet of food, but there was also liquor. And even in the course of the ceremony, people would leave out and go and cigarette, go and eat, go and smoke a cigarette, go and talk for 15 minutes, consume socially, but then would still come back into the ceremony. Um, the idea that spirit is going to come into place. Um, with that knowledge, looking at the voodoo ceremony from Haiti that you see on YouTube, um, it's amazing. You see them in, in all their white or their blue or their colors, and the pitomaton is in place. Uh, the cow or the horse the is in place, and, and people are moving around and dancing. And, and those videos sometimes are hours long, but you're seeing a part of it. Um, the last ceremony that we did here for Obat Talal lasted for a whole weekend. So it's amazing to see those people not act drunk. 
themselves, yet we know that all this liquor is present. And you asked about Ogu, there's an Ogu never drunk. There's an Ogu never drunk. An Ogu can drink and consume white liquor and will never get drunk, never fall out, never get sick, never act unnaturally or, or disproportionately in, in the ceremony. And, and that's one way we test spirit. We test spirit with fire. We test spirit with alcohol. We test spirit by way of things that humanly are, are, are not possible, that normally humans could not do. Uh, pepper, the ingestion of pepper. Uh, there's a legend on Marie Laveau uh, putting hot three hot guinea peppers under her tongue in order to uh, change the mind and spirit of a judge going into a criminal case here in New Orleans. And it was said that she she prayed and did work. Street here, uh, my um, in the Catholic Church with any interference, uh, and then went into the courthouse and placed those guinea peppers underneath the judge and won won the case. To do battle, to do defense, to bring about truth, and and question about using Ogunjobi in relation to holy. Um, first of all, let's be clear about holy. Who are the police? Police, you and I. You know, in some cities, some states, you know, you got the whole white police force. All of y'all ain't white. You think you white. You, you ain't checked that DNA. But, but it appears like an all-white police force, or, or you got a majority of black officers. Look at what happened with the college students in Atlanta the other day. That was four black officers. Okay? So we have to be clear that when we, when we make generalized targets and statements, black and white, Democrat, Republican, Red and blue, and, 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 and amplified those qualities. We're negating any other connections in the gray area that play a part in how race, white supremacy, policing, police brutality, customer service, how all that is, is indeed played out. Um, Ogu can call the police, Ogu can repel. Um, Ogu is known for that. That's one of the names of Ogu. Um, one who called the police and repelled it. Chosi is a divine hunter who chooses a target whose arrows always hit their mark. So even if I was uh, thinking about how to create a better scenario with the police, around the police, I wouldn't be looking at Ogu and Ochoa. I'm looking at, at the head. I'm looking at Obasalab. I will be looking at um, Yimiya, healing, balance, rebirth, renewal. I'll be looking at Yamsa, Oya, sudden change, transformation, quick, right now, in this moment, and all those forces at work. Um, one of the, the downfalls of people trying to learn and, and absorb these traditions without a mentor, without education, trying to read it in the book is this notion that we choose one deity that I need. If you're looking for love, you might choose Oshun. You know, 
these traditions don't work that way. And just like vitamins, you wouldn't just stack up on vitamin C. You would just stack up on vitamin A. You can't just stack up on vitamin D. And some of those vitamins and minerals can be toxic if they up in the body. They have to be recycled. Others can be stored safely in your body. But spirit is the same way, y'all. We don't just work with one Orisha. You don't just work with one Loa. Different forces govern different areas of our life, even different areas of our body. So um, if, if we're looking at a system, the judges, uh, the politicians, the, the, the president, um, you, you'd have to get much more specific than Ogu and Oshoki. And, and you would need to choose, choose a result. Be, be clear about what movement, because it's dangerous to invoke a spirit without a clear choice without a clear assignment, especially those of you out there who are experimenting and playing around with demons and witchcraft. Those demons always require pain in a sort of general blind way without being specific about how, what kind of response are you are you expecting? What kind of response are you really looking for? Uh, Didi Harmon, are you Referencing the first time I can't breathe, or are you talking about changing the breather in the mouth? Uh, I need to clarify that. Yeah, by him, uh, from me and other voodoo practitioners, uh, libation is often sprayed in West Africa in voodoo. It's poured um, in very specific circumstances under very specific uh they actually like for the libation. Now, what is the peppermint gum for? Because ain't nothing wrong with breath. So, for a neo, uh, neo fight book for tourists when you're wearing a mask, tell us uh, what's in the peppermint gum for. Or are you still talking about Dee Dee Hayden's inability to breathe while wearing a mask? Yeah, um, it's actually much more than you might than you might think. This mask is um, can you see that? It's almost like a bra lingerie. It's got unique net, so air passes through that. The filter, the two point five is what protects you from the dangerous stuff, the dust, the bacteria, etc. These bits help you to breathe. And I don't know if you could see it on camera, but there's a little rubber disc. There's a little rubber disc. That's it right there, side air. But when you breathe, what breathe? Did you see how they would move, how they would breathe through it? Now, you might have a problem wearing this first <laughs> and putting the second mask over it. Um, 
distance a little bit tighter. So not as much passes through that, especially with the uh, carbon filter. But I don't go anywhere, beloved. I don't go anywhere. I rarely go anywhere. Um, to, the, to my bank, my post office box, all in the same location, and I come back. I'm going to the store. I'm not going to Walmart. I'm not protesting. I'm not. I'm support them. I'm helping them from behind the scenes, but I'm not out there in the street. So this phrase of mass is for any given situation that might come an emergency. If we have a hurricane and we have to leave the city, I'm going to need every one of those things because I don't know what environment I might be going into. And and it's good that I have a few extra on hand to put on your face if you show up at my house with an appointment and you ain't got on no mask, you know, so I get it, but I like a new course idea about uh, chewing and maybe we need gum I mean, I got peppermint plants you can, you can actually chew peppermint leaves um, and, and get that same, you know, effect of chewing uh, peppermint gum but, but that's great. Great. Thank you so much for your questions, your comments, your requests. 845-277-9143 is our phone number, 845-277-9143. I want y'all to know I've never done this before, stand up and do a show. I actually feel a whole lot better. I'm probably going to keep my computer elevated like this indefinitely. Never sit down at a computer again. Um, I spend way too many hours in the chair. Um, now, of course, when we do a, a divination, we, we sit on the floor and that has to happen. Uh, but the rest of the time, I'm up and I'm doing rituals, I'm moving and coming, type properly, broadcast comfortably at, at this elevated uh, level, and it's better for nerves. So, I invite you all to try this. Get out of that chair. Out of that chair. If you can set your computer up, put it on a kitchen table maybe. Put, if you have a laptop, put it on top of a, a meal crate, on top of, of your kitchen table, on top of your dresser. But elevate your computer so that you're standing and not spending all of the office hours sitting in a chair. This is office uh, equipment, technically. We've made this out to be a toy in the last 30 years. Once upon a time, this was for people who were about business, who were making money, who were operating in offices. And they spent a lot of time sitting down, secretaries, receptionists, bosses, executives. So now we know that. I'm, I'm doing better, and I want you to do better, too. And so I will be sitting in this chair. I will be broadcasting in the chair. I'll be spending hours doing consultations from the chair. Now that I have more space, um, consultation has its own room now. I have a divination room now. Um, and those who come here will we'll see that new space uh, initially in the next, I don't know, maybe in the next week or so I, I might show you some of what's going on to the other side of the wall. Um, but I'm improving. And I want you all to improve. I want you to be conscious, to be, to be healthy, to be well when all of this is over. 
when the new norm has settled in on us. I'm calling for my prayer warriors and my spirit warriors and, you know, and my practitioners to really do battle with me and for me, you know, in something bigger than ourselves and something bigger than our, our carnal needs and desires. We indeed can and will be fulfilled and fulfilled. So be different, be yourself, be extraordinary, be naked, even from a distance. Say hello, say good morning, be peace, be hopeful, be creative, be calm, be present. That taught me a moment to be present, to be still, to be kind. Be well, to be safe, to be happy. Be grateful. Be grateful. Be patient. Be prayerful. Be mindful. Be inquisitive. Be intelligent. Be discerning. Be wise. Be erudite. Be practical. Be conscious. In this present moment, be conscious. Be whole, be aware, be loved, be alert, be careful, be proactive, be available, be peace. I can't say that enough. Be peace, be still, stay home. I love you. I love you all. I love each and every one of you. I'm looking forward to our future together. I'm looking forward to the continued growth the family of the community of this same circle together. I look forward to seeing you and being with you again on Sunday at high noon U.S. Standard Time, remembering and understanding all is truly and indeed a blessing if you can just see the end of the day. Dash of cayenne to the roof. Gonna put on my Greek grease suit. Boil a gumbo, hot and steady. Don't care if Freddy really. Gonna free at that old cemetery. Down on Claiborne, where she's buried. Build a fire on the bayou When a black cat scratch at two Under a full moon that's blue Chant the magic words, Kufaru A dash of cayenne to the roof Gonna put on my Greek grease suit Black top hat, black suit too. Single rod that molds this through. 
I'm gonna get them bones out the graveyard for you. Can't see my eyes like sheets too. A dash of cayenne to the roof. Gonna put on my Greek Greek suit. Black top hat, black suit too, same old ride that Moses threw. I'm gonna get them bones out the graveyard for you. Can't see my eyes, black shades too. Going free at the old cemetery, down on Claybone where she's buried. A dash of cayenne to the roof. Gonna put on my Greek grease suit. Yeah. Black top hat, black suit too. Same old ride that Moses threw. I'm gonna get them bones out the graveyard for you. Can't see my eyes, black sheets too. Gonna pray at that old cemetery. Down on Claybone where she's buried. A dash of cayenne to the room. Gonna put on my grease suit. Centuries before our arrival, a sacred spot where corn festivals were celebrated, the almost Indians prepared this place for us. Centuries before our arrival, Congo Square, a sacred spot where corn festivals were celebrated, and as the colonizers came, our host, the almost Indians. They pushed aside our host. The colonizers came and pushed aside our host and introduced us in chains. And by the late 1700s, we somehow, recognizing the sacredness of Le Place de Congo, we Somehow, and the how of our somehow persuasive methodologies is not clear at this moment. The how is not clear. How our persuasive methodologies worked is not clear at this moment. But nevertheless, even as slaves, we crafted and created a space where we could be free to be we. And thusly, Thusly, we countered the sacrilegiousness of the French 
giving great homage to our ancestors as well as giving praise and thanks to our red-blooded brothers and sisters. This is an oral libation toast to Congo Square, to Native Americans, to our ancestors who made a circle out of a square and gave us a way to stay ourselves Save ourselves from the transformatory ugliness of America, which refuses to recognize the spirituality of life, which refuses to recognize the spirituality of life and celebrates death with crosses and crosses, double and triple crosses, the middle passage, the first cross, Christianity, the double cross, and capitalism, the ultimate triple coup de grace cross of our captivity. But the terror of crosses notwithstanding, we sang, we beat, we be, we was and is. Hail Congo Square. Congo, Congo Square. Our African gods have not been obliterated. They have merely retreated inside the beat of us. Inside the beat of us. Our African gods have not been obliterated. They have merely retreated, retreated inside the beat of us until we are ready to release them into a world that we recreate. A world harrowed by the beat. Be, beat, being, beating, being of black heart drums. Heart beat. Heart beat. Heart beat at this place. At this place, beat, heart beat, beat. We beating place in new world space. Beating, being in place in new world, preserving our ancient pace. Our dance is the God walk. Our music, the God talk. First thing we do, let's get together. Circle ourselves into community. No beginning, no end. Connected together and singing, ringing, Singing in a ring. Second, let's be original, aboriginal. Be what we were before we became what we are. Be bambula dance. Be bonza music. And sing song words which have no English translation. Third, let us remember. Let us remember never to forget. Even when we can't remember the specifics, we must retain the essentials. Let us remember never to forget. Even when we can't remember the specifics, we must retain the essentials. The bounce, the blood, flow, the feel, the spirit, grow, energy, must retain and pass on the essential us-ness that others want to dissipate, whip out of us. Whoa!
But no matter, no matter how much of us they prohibit, no matter how much of us they prohibit, deep inside us is us. Deep inside us is us. Remains us inside and needs only the beat to set us free. The beat to free us. It is morning, a sun day, a feel, a feel without shade, but dark, dark with the people black of us in various, various, various shades, eclipsing the sun with our elegance. We are centuries later now, and still this sacred ground calls us to remember, to beat, to be. We are centuries later now, and still this sacred ground calls us. To remember, to beat, to be, beat Congo Square, be Congo Square, beat, be. Right. 
doing all this talking in my radio program. Doing all this in my program. Doing all this. 